Welcome to Don't Hold Back Podcast with your host, Ichko Batmonk, founder of Don't Hold Back and a professional life and mindset coach. She's sharing transformational coaching journeys. We have thoughts, feelings, and emotions, but we are not our thoughts, feelings, or emotions. Are you curious about exploring and experiencing how you can unleash your full potential and passion? It all starts with you, and you are meant to live the life you desire. The purpose of this podcast is to introduce you to a coaching journey and what is available for you. Hope you get inspired and take action accordingly. Hello, Christy. Welcome to Don't Hold Back podcast. I'm so, so excited to have you on my podcast and talk about mindset, really how it's, how the mindset is going to help anyone and everyone right now in during this pandemic. So welcome, Christy Primer. Thank you so much, Ichiko. I'm, I've been waiting to talk with you for what seems like a long, long time, and I'm just excited to be here, grateful for the opportunity to connect. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you. So now, uh, would you mind to introducing yourself a little bit uh, to the audience? Yeah, absolutely. So my background history career-wise, I've been a registered mental health counselor for many, many years, almost two, well, over two decades. And I've worked with individuals that live with mental illness, developmental disabilities, people dealing with trauma. And 10 years ago, I started my own company, Primetime, and I I still have my private practice, but I started coaching women, uh, success coaching women about eight years ago, women that wanted to have their own business or accelerate their growth. Everything that I'm about is the power of mindset. So this is a perfect fit for us. I'm an author. I am a speaker. I've traveled and, and had the honor and privilege to speak at many different events and conferences, which are now being done virtually. I'm a mom, which is like my favorite job in the whole world. I'm a wife. I live in a small town in Ontario, Canada. And, uh, I really believe in the power of uh, practicing what you preach. Absolutely. That's so right. Thank you for sharing that. So that's so beautiful. And um, I want to know more about like what really also had you to become a coach. You know, I know you coach like woman entrepreneurs. So really what had you to become a coach and what was your story about behind that? Yeah, well, I, um, the Reader's Digest version is I walked into work in 2011 and got fired. I lost my job. And um, although I have great post-secondary education, I've got exudes uh, chapters and chapters of life experience, I was stunned. I realized how much of my identity I had put into my job title. And um, what I did was I signed back up for more education, went to university, and started my own company. I thought, you know what? If I can overcome this, which was a huge traumatic setback in my life, I can use my skills, my knowledge and wisdom and experience to help other women overcome things and, and let's make money doing it. And so I, I do life and business coaching because I believe that it's the same, same. I believe, you know, the practical pieces of building a business. I know that I've done that. I'm doing that. But I also know from my own life experience and then again, as a mental health counselor, how to get mindset elevated, how to deal with setbacks, how to change your vibration and vibrate higher in the world to attract the things that you want. And it became so liberating to start coaching because it's so different than counseling and therapy, right? Coaching is just so much more fun and um, very rewarding. You get to have a different type of relationship with your clients. So it's been about eight and a half years now that I've been actively coaching women in business 
And um, I'm just so grateful I took that leap of faith in myself and just went after it. Love it. Um, so it's so, well, thanks for sharing that. So really what I'm hearing you say is that, that at the time you actually get laid off, right? So right now during this pandemic, there's so many people actually get laid off right now. And, you know, mm-hmm. I heard you say like, if I overcome this, like, you know, anybody can do that, right? So that's why you really want to help others to really also elevate their life as well to really the making the money and be, they can be also themselves as well. So that's so interesting. And I love that it started because like I heard you say also, there's like a, part of you really had you to overcome. So because of the pandemic, there's so much happening. There's so much laid off and especially women and a lot of women are suffering. So if you mind sharing, what was that about you really to really overcome the the challenges that you had in the moment? Yeah, thank you. I I love sharing this because it was very difficult. I don't want to, I don't want to take away from the the challenging moments and, and the learning curves and the inner turmoil. I mean, losing my job was horrible. I have bills to pay. I have a family to contribute to, my own ego, my own worries. And overcoming that was a practice. I started, um, well, I let myself wallow for a couple of weeks. I'm not going to lie. I had a little bit too much red wine and you know, felt sorry for myself a little bit. I think we all go through that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. I am, I am human. Yeah, but when exactly. I start... What I started to do was I started to keep or, or maintain a, a routine. So even though I wasn't getting up, showering, leaving for work, I started to get up and shower, get dressed as if I was going to be doing something. And I found just having some self-care practices of a, of a basic routine was really helpful for my own mental wellness um, to motivate me. Um, the other thing that was really important, like how I was able to work through that stuff was I got really clear on who I wanted to be. Um, as I mentioned, I, I labeled myself as my job title, as a counselor, as a public educator, volunteer, trainer, recruiter. And I peeled that all off and was like, who do I want to be? What kind of work do I actually want to do? I always knew I wanted to keep helping people, but I was like, never again am I going to give someone else control over my life or my money. Mm. So I made the the strong decision that I was going to start my own business and I was going to stay with it and do whatever it took until it took and then keep doing that consistently. Oh my gosh. I love that. Um, because I know that a lot of women right now, like have so much desire to be independent, right? They don't want to rely yeah. on a man anymore. I mean, and you, what I'm hearing you say is you want to contribute to the family. And really, what you really want to do is really want, you want to help other women to help them to be yes. a woman. And I love that. Also, you mentioned about the self-care too. Like, what was that really a routine? Because like, I, I can only imagine when you get laid off, like, you have no routine, like, no nothing, right? So, like, how are you going to really get up and do the things you should be supposed to be doing a daily basis? So, tell, tell us about your, like, the routine that gets you also going. Yeah, I, I'm going to be very honest with you because I believe that honesty is everything. Oh yeah. For the first for the first few weeks, I would get up, I would make my son breakfast, I would send him off to school, and I'd go back to bed. And I would cry. I would just hide under the duvet and be like, "F the world! I, I what am I going to do?" I felt embarrassed. I felt scared. And that's when I realized I don't want to feel these things. I want to get up, 
send my son off to school and get on with my day because feeling stuck is a really horrible feeling. Like not making a decision is, is a horrible place to be in. So once I decided I wasn't available to feel like that or behave like that anymore, I literally just, I flipped my mindset. I started reading more um, personal development books, which I write personal development books. So it was like, okay, I better start, you know, upping my game here. I started reading personal development books. I started exercising, even just for short spurts of time. I started looking at what kind of job did I want to create for myself? What kind of business did I want to create for myself? I, I really believe a lot of women listening, we have so many different skills that we can pull from and that we can up-level and utilize. And I just kept taking action. I called all of my contacts and said, listen, I'm starting my own business. If you want to refer to me, I'm a registered counselor. You know, I grew my business in the first year only through word of mouth. I wasn't online in the first year because this this is 10 years ago when online, even though like there was Facebook and stuff, it wasn't as prevalent as it is now. But I just started talking about what I was going to do. I had some brochures and business cards made and I started sending them, them out. You know, it, it, was, it was really rewarding. I know there's someone listening right now that's thinking, wow, it takes a lot of energy to do that. And yes, it did. But I was so committed to my vision and my why. And my why was I was never going to work for someone else again. I was never going to put my income in someone else's hands. And I was going to help women all over the world, believe in themselves, get confident and change their own, change their game, like get back in the driver's seat of their lives. And day after day after day, phone calls, a lot of no's. I got a lot of no's. But then I started getting yeses. And then I started getting hired for events to speak at. And then I started getting clients. And then I started to get more serious about writing my first book. And from there, everything just kept building on on the on the last things the momentum was there if that makes wow. sense totally um totally thank you wow so really what i'm what i heard you say is like in the beginning so you were like feeling stuck right mm -hmm. and that feeling was terrible yes right yes i know also there are a lot of women how they know they're ambitious they know they have so much to do or there was so much to give but at the same time like you know after maybe they, they get laid off i think they're like feeling like stuck right and yeah. also what i heard just is like i don't want to feel this anymore like i want to get out of here like i know i can do this because another thing that i noticed is like sometimes people when people feeling stuck they feel like they don't have a choice mm -hmm. but, but we do <laughs> that's the thing like how can we really find that actually you have a choice you can get out of there and you can you know go do something about it right like they're feeling like stuck what do you think would help i think first and foremost that one of the things that really helps is when we take responsibility for our lives and i know personally and for many many clients i've had the privilege of working with that's hard to do sometimes we feel like we don't have a choice, like you said, but there is always a choice. And when we talk about mindset, we can either look for opportunities or we can look for the littlest thing to be grateful for, even if it's the fact that you have your mobility or that your, your children are healthy or your house, you have a roof over your head. We can start actively choosing better. Yeah. Take responsibility. Yeah. Yes. It's no one will, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
sorry no one will like you have to do it on your own um that's right so that that's what it comes to mindset right so like like you mentioned about like okay like just really find some gratitude and blessing from the things because actually like you think you're stuck actually there's so much amazing thing that you know you have it you just haven't seen it yet so really you know you gotta find that on your own right so now I want to also talk about the mindset too. Like share with us really what is the definition of mindset? Like how do you define mindset? Yeah, mindset is basically how you think. So there's two types of ways of thinking. There's the fixed thought pattern, fixed mindset, which uh -huh. is where you're stuck and you're not going to choose differently or, or try to think differently. Right. Or there's the growth thoughts, the growth thought patterns, the growth mindset. Wow. And, and literally it, I use it, I break it down that simply because some people hear the word mindset. I've learned this in my experience and they're like, I don't know what you mean. Well, essentially how you think, how you, how you think affects how you feel, how you feel affects how you behave. So if you stay stuck in your pain, whatever it is, you're not looking for possibilities. But if you can say, you know what, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of feeling like this. I'm frustrated with having no money. I'm going to choose a better way. You've just made the decision to start functioning from a growth mindset. Love that. And also like I was thinking about that too with my client and then like, okay, this is where you are. Like, okay, no matter whether you like it or not, this is where you are. Right. So just, right. <laughs> might as well just embrace that. Um, yeah. And then like, okay, like, do you really want to be here next year in the same place? right and that's probably right. also like a good question you want to ask and if you don't like where you are well then maybe it's time to do something about it instead of because like so 2021 you are here in in uh, september so like are you going to be okay with that i mean mm -hmm. you know so that's probably another question like i like to even i would like to, people to think about to ask themselves as well like so limiting belief right so i think also like people are the mind is so limited or thinking like they don't think they can have it or like, Oh, it's not yeah. possible for me. So I, I know, I mean, I remember myself, I, I was there too. I'm like, Oh, it's not possible for me. Like, I don't think I can have it, you know? And it's also a lot of to do with the like self-worth issue. I think especially for a woman, right? Yes. So like, how do you overcome that kind of challenges when people like facing limiting yeah we all have limiting beliefs no matter what level of success we get to um that's just the reality we all have to i mean i do personal development two hours minimum a day um oh, and wow. i have for sure. yeah i have tell I have for me years. what do you do <laughs> <laughs> um a side note i do i include my journal time my prayer my meditation my exercise um i do i, I read i listen to podcasts i'm in a mastermind i i actively with coaches on my of my own and um, I'm always looking to up level I'm always tuning in to where I am is it in alignment so that's so that's a side note but I think everybody does have limiting beliefs we are conditioned as young girls um, we have lots of different people in our lives that influence us but at the end of the day the good news is we get to take action we get to decide and I think part of that and why the work I love doing is helping people build their self-esteem and build their confidence. If you see another woman doing something that you want to do, that is proof that it's possible. Mm -hmm. So we have to stop looking at people as jealousy or comparison, uh, comparing to them. We have to start looking at our fellow sisters and saying, if she can do it, I can do it. Mm, 
So that's the again going back to the mindset, right? Really how you yes. think, right? So is this, do yes. you want to look at it as a jealousy or do you want to look at it as an inspiration or it's possible, like possibility for yourself, right? Yes. I know for myself, I came from having nothing. And that's why I'm passionate about helping women level up, helping women tune into what they desire, helping women get confident, helping women get financially fit. I believe that all women make healthier decisions when we have our own money and when we have good self-esteem. And I've taken myself through so many different layers of, of life and attracted now. I mean, I have an incredible husband. My son is, uh, we have an incredible relationship. But I've worked for all of that and it started with myself, my inner work. And I know someone's going to be listening to this and they're going to be stuck. They're going to be in pain, but there is hope and it's, it's the baby steps. Like it's not overnight success, right? Overnight success takes what, 15 years? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. Yeah, like now maybe like people perhaps now like recognize where they are, like maybe they have this fixed mindset or, you know, and, you, you know, you, we are talking about that's actually you can, you can, you can have it all, you know, you can, you, it's possible for you, but how do you really shift your mindset to be like to growth mindset? Yeah, daily work. I think getting intentional, making the choice, but you make the choice every hour, every day. It, it's not a one and done. I, I know firsthand that life will happen and you could be feeling great and feel like you're making progress. And then there's a setback. It's making the choice consistently to work on improving your thoughts, catching the negative thoughts, asking yourself, where, where did these thoughts come from? Mm. Like, why do I think this about myself? Or why do I think a woman like me can't have that lifestyle, have that car, have that marriage. Why, why do I think that? Because when we start challenging our thoughts instead of accepting them, mm. that's where a lot of magic happens. Yeah. We start questioning, why am I even thinking this? Is it my thought or did someone give it to me? Yeah, yeah. And like you are like a, the amazing example of like a lot of women, right? Like you are the one who has done the work daily basis. What I'm hearing you say is that you, you do daily work, two hours of daily work. That's yes. a lot like, that's a big commitment right there. So I'm not surprised you are successful. So like, you know, um, so people who are, you know, they look at themselves as not possible. So like, if you just keep doing the same thing and doing the inner work daily basis, so it can be possible for you, right? And yes, yeah. And hiring a coach, asking for help, investing in yourself like free content can only help you so much. And there's a lot of great free content like podcasts, YouTube videos, like um, blog posts people put yes. out there. But to go really deep and to really actually work on your triggers, your issues, and to heal from it, move forward from it, no matter what it is, you need someone helping you, someone that's actually a few steps ahead of you. It's, yeah. a, it's a, an incredible idea to invest in yourself. Yeah. And um, you know, if you can't afford a coach right now, buy a book. If you can't afford a book, download all the best podcasts like this one that are helping you with strategies to improve your life. Really? So I, I'm curious to know, when was the first time you also hired your own coach? 
Yeah. So I hired my own coach right when I started my business. And um, I've worked with several different coaches at very different levels. I've done group masterminds. I've done one-to-one elite coaching, private coaching. Um, I believe in all of it. And I, I've bought several courses, but I started, I hired like two months in, I think I hired my first coach. And at that time it was a $5,000 investment, which to me was a lot because I had, yeah, I had zero coming in (laughs) and I had to invest in starting up a business, renting an office space, which I've since I don't, I work mostly from wherever I want my smartphone, my laptop, which has been amazing. Um, but I did those things and I realized I don't know what I'm doing. I've never run my own business before. And, um, you know, I had the, the ability and the clarity to know what I wanted to do. So I hired my first coach then, and then I joined a mastermind. And then I, you know, just from there progressively started to invest at higher levels. And I can't stress enough how important it is to have someone that's rooting for you, that you can trust, that you can talk to about all the things that gives you both the spiritual side and the practical side, the support. I think some people wait too long because they're afraid they can't afford it. And I always say, can you afford not to? Yeah. Love the question. Yeah. So now I'd love to know about your vision. What is your vision to this world? Oh, I have, I have two big ones. So um, my first vision is I want women all over the, all over the world, millions and millions and millions of women. I want to, leave an impact. I want women to feel better after they've talked with me, been in my energy. I want to empower every single woman to know that she's beautiful. She's worthy just because she is. I want women to know that they deserve to not only live a good life, but to ask for what they want, make great money, not apologize for being different or weird or, or whatever they might have been teased about. I think there's something magical about turning pain into purpose. And I want to be able to help women globally because I feel like there's a huge sisterhood out there and we're all better together. And I do that through my books, through my TV show, through my coaching, my speaking, all the things. And then my second vision is I'm in the process. I want to start my own foundation. My son lives with a very rare physical disability caused at birth called Herb's palsy, brachial plexus injury. Um, I actually write about this in my book that's in edits right now for the first time publicly. Um, I want to have a foundation that's bigger than Oprah. I want to be able to give money to families uh, with children who are impacted by this injury that affects their, their lives. And I want to be able to help with um, parents to be able to stay home after surgeries, physio appointments, anything that I can do to help give back because I didn't have that help. I had to do everything on my own and it's on my heart that I want to help as many children that live with it and parents that have children that live with it in the world that's that's ever possible so those are my two greatest visions wow. <laughs> make change i guess i could just say my vision is to make change i'm a change maker yes you are you are so yeah the book is about to come coming up so what was the name of the book called I can't, this is my fourth book. I can't actually give the title away yet. Okay, got it. Secret moment. Uh huh. But I can tell you it's all about uh, self care broken down into financial, sexual, emotional, physical, and spiritual um, sections for 
for women, uh, I write for women specifically, and a lot of men do read my books and love them, but I believe um, in alignment with my vision and my mission, I like to write to women specifically. And I share in this book, I get really vulnerable, which I had to work on my own mindset about this. Imagine that because it's, it's scary. It's scary really to put a lot of stuff out there, not everything in my life, but I share a lot of things and, with the intention to inspire women that if I can do it, she can do it. And I share tips to move forward with abundant mindsets, um, self-care, just ways to embrace who you are. And it's, I'll, I'll have to gift you a copy when it's out. I can't wait yeah, to be able to share, to share the actual title. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about this book. I'm so excited for you. That's so exciting. And the fact that you're telling me it's your fourth book. So share with us the first three books that you have written. Yeah. So the first, first book I ever um, was a part of, I co-authored and it's called Igniting the Fire Woman. And there was several different women from around the world, the author that contributed. My first solo book, Primetime Success. It's all about getting back in the driver's seat of your life. And it's, I've sold thousands of copies. Thank, thank you so much for that. And my third book, my third book is a poetic compilation called Exposed Diary of a Self-Care Junkie. It's all different writing pieces that are meant to uh, ignite passion, inspire women, and help them reclaim their personal feminine power and step into more of who they want to be. Yeah, I'm curious where people can find your books. Is it on Amazon or... Yeah, Amazon, Indigo, um, my website, I have a link directly to them um, on my Instagram. But Amazon, I would say, is where most people work, like globally do, do find them and stuff. So Awesome. So yeah. exciting. And now you mentioned about the TV show. I'm so excited to learn about that. That's <laughs> so cool. I love it. Share with us. What are you doing? Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the concept came to me uh, about a year and a half ago. I pitched myself three times. The third time I got a yes. The show is called Women Who Lead. It's all about empowering women in business, women entrepreneurs uh, to step up and stand in their own, their fierce factor, as I call it. And it's all different businesses. Each show has a, each episode has a theme. We talk about everything from why the woman started her business to greatest challenge of successes, power of mindset, optimizing mindset for success. We talk about things like branding and social media marketing and managing sales and objections and building a team. We talk about anything that's going to help other women watching elevate and uh, lift their own business success up or start the business that's on their heart. Love it. So I'm curious to know, like, you know, women entrepreneurs, you know, they have big ambitions, but I think also they have like the biggest challenges in their life. What do you notice about the women are really their biggest challenges are they face? I think the biggest challenge that women that we face is believing in ourselves, tuning out the noise of family members or loved ones. Yeah. Building our, building our confidence to do what we want to do. The practical stuff you can, I mean, I firmly believe in soul aligned business, so I don't do anything that's not aligned with me or who I am. But I think the practical stuff, like building the funnel, posting content, like that stuff you can figure out. Most, most people need a kick in the pants to just go for the gusto. Like 
say, you know what, enough sitting on the fence. I'm going to take the leap and I'm going to make this work and I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. And I like what you just said. Like you, you want to take action that is aligned with your vision, you know? Yes. And, and I, I think it's uh, like sometimes I even notice myself too. Like sometimes I don't know what I'm doing. Like I get lost in the moment, right? So like, I don't know if that what I'm doing and what I'm trying to do is really aligned with my vision. And, you know, like, so I think it's really, really important to like whatever action you take and make sure it's going to align with you so you can have a peace. Right. I love that. Yeah. Yes. And, and and believing in, in yourself, I think it's a, like a lot of work. That's what I kind of yeah. see that. Like, you know, because like every time you're doing is it's going to be new for you. And it's like always make you to doubt about yourself, like constantly. Right. So like, how do you mm-hmm. really stay like, okay, like you got this. Like, how do you like believe in yourself? And also even how do you even identify that too? Because uh, yes, the self is always going to come and go. Right. So like, how do you stay on track in everything you do in life and also believe in yourself? Yeah, I think this is where the self-care routine and the journaling comes in. I ask, I'm very reflective. I ask myself questions all the time, like who needs to be removed from my life and who needs to stay? What actions am I taking? really in? hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes it's harder though to just keep people around that are draining you. You know what I mean? choose your heart, right? Um, And yeah, it's not as easy peasy, but sometimes you just have to limit how much access people have to you. I mean, COVID has been really beneficial in some ways for me because there's a lot of people I was giving a lot of time to that I loved to be with, but it was distracting me, if that makes sense. Hmm. So getting, getting firm boundaries, but I feel like journaling the personal um, commitment to yourself helps you believe in yourself. Every time that you don't, break a promise to yourself, you're building confidence. Mm. Every time you follow through on what you say you're going to do, Mm -hmm. you're building confidence. Wow. That's beautiful. Thank you. So what legacy do you want to leave this world? Oh, wow. I want to leave a lot. I want to, I guess at the heart of everything, I want people to know that they're good enough just because they are, they are not defined by their past. They're not defined by anything other than who they choose to be right now. One of the messages I love teaching about and talking about is forgiveness, forgiveness of self, forgiveness of others, forgiveness of situations. You know, I'll I'll go, I'll use the job loss. That caused me to feel a lot of different feelings. And if we don't forgive people or things or ourselves, we stay stuck for a lot longer than we need to. So power and forgiveness for me, that's one of the greatest acts of self-care we as humans, especially as women could ever give ourselves. The other, the other piece of it is just, yeah, believing that you're worthy of every single thing that you, that you desire. Like you are innately worthy of it. Go after it, right? The time is now. Love it. And you mentioned about this, like, you know, sometimes women don't feel like they're good enough, right? And then basically means what they're doing is it's like literally they're defining based on their, their past. So that's not yeah. who they are truly in the moment. So like if you think that you're feeling like you're not good, good enough, it's basically you are, you know, your, your, past, your past is defining you. So yeah. I love it. This is like makes sense because I'm like, huh, that's very interesting. <laughs> like I would actually never thought that way. But like, so how do you really, def- like, like what does that mean to really defining yourself then? Yeah, I, I think it's just as, as we overcomplicate things a lot of the times. And for me, it's as simple as asking, who do you want to be? 
what do you like about yourself? I know, I know firsthand when you're struggling with low self-esteem, it's hard to find things to put on that list, mm-hmm. but there's gotta be something. Maybe you're a loyal person. Maybe you're a kind person. Maybe you like to see other people succeed. Maybe you are funny. Like you pull whatever you can from your socks all the way up to your ears and you think about everything you have to offer and, and the value you bring and your heart's desires and you start building that, that self-esteem and you really just take action. Like, I can't stress that enough. Like we overcomplicate it. It's like start simple, but start. Yeah. Start somewhere. Right. Yeah, and, for sure. Yeah. And I love also when you mentioned about the forgiveness too, forgiveness journal, forgiving yourself, forgiving others, but whether the person deserve or not, you deserve to be forgiven. Right. So like, yes. otherwise it's going to be really resent you. It's going to hold you back. It's yeah. only you, that you're going to carry this, the thing on your body. Right. So mm-hmm. like, I love doing journaling, but I, I still notice that people still like have like resistance towards that. So what do you think would could help people to like start also like maybe like forgiving journal for themselves? I don't know. Well, I've met a lot of people. Well, actually not anymore. I usually just call in my ideal dream clients. Thank you. I'm so grateful for that. Um, but it, when I started, I had a lot of people resistant. They were like, I don't have time. I don't like writing things down. I don't want anyone to read no. like lots of different, lots yeah. of different excuses is what I call it. <laughs> and what I say is if you can just start for five minutes, yeah. just don't even ask your, just, just sit and write. And if you're like tapping your pen on the paper, okay, what do I want to do today? Like journaling and writing things down is so powerful for so many different reasons. It's amazing for our mental wellness. It helps us focus. We can literally write our lives into existence, but people that don't maybe understand that yet because they don't have an experience that just start, like ask yourself, will you give it a, a go for five days, five minutes a day? That's 25 minutes of your life. And it's really, can you try it? Yeah, no, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much. And I learned so much about you and thank you for so much for being here. Thank you so much, Ichiko. This has been amazing. And I just love what you're doing. Your vibe is magnetic. I wish you all the best and everyone listening. I, I'm just so grateful for this time with you. Thank you. Yeah. It's been a pleasure to having you. Yeah. And where people can find you. Yeah. So Instagram, I'm at Christy underscore primer. My website's primetimecs.com. Everything's there. Facebook, Christy Primer, and uh, I'd love to hear takeaways from this this interview together. And um, you know, don't hesitate to tag us uh, or share. But uh, please reach out anyways and let me know if this has helped you in any way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna put everything on the show note. Again, it's been really pleasure to having you on my podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. 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 